Okay. Hi, Grayson. Hello, Dustin. How are you? I am doing fantastic. How are you doing? Great. Um, I'm doing, I'm doing all right. (laughs) (laughs) So, thanks for, um, thanks for making the time to chat with me today. You're listening to the Have You Met Podcast. I'm your host, Dustin Domingo, and I'm here to ask, have you met Amer? Week by week, we learn about my dear friend, Amer Kilala. I wanted to find out, why is this guy single? So, I'm stepping up to the plate, and in this show, I'm dating Amer so you don't have to. But, if you wanted to, you can slide into his DMs at the end of the show. Alrighty, y'all. Hey, hi, how are ya? Welcome back. If you're keeping track, we've had four dates with Amer Kilala so far. And if in case this is your first time joining us, please hit pause, take a moment to listen to the episodes before this to get up to speed. Otherwise, if you want to stick around, that's perfectly fine. Here's what you need to know. This podcast is all about getting to know my buddy Amer Kilala. The dude's been lucky and unlucky in love, and I'm trying to save a lot of folks some time by asking Amer all of the specific and random questions you might have if you were the one dating Amer. So in our last episode, we talked about little Amer. (laughs) I mean, we talked about Amer as a child. We talked about his favorite memories as a kiddo, and we uncovered more about how his life as a stage performer began. Before we talk about this episode, I want to call something out. There's definitely one thing that I failed to mention in the earlier episodes of this podcast, and an area of confusion became apparently clear after I posted pictures of Amer to my Instagram to let the world know that, hey, there's this project I'm doing. It's called the Have You Met Podcast, and it features my single friend Amer Kilala, yada, yada, yada. Side note, follow me at It's Dustin Dom. Anyway, for those of you who don't know me, hi, my name is Dustin, my pronouns are he, him, his, and I am totally gay. Now that might have felt a little bit random or out of the blue, uh, or might have been a shocker to some of you, but anyway, I promise it was totally necessary to build context. A lot of my followers are part of the LGBTQIA community because I share a lot of content that serves them. So here I am, just minding my own business in my own little gay social media bubble, and I didn't realize that there might be an assumption that Amer might also be gay. I didn't think to stop and explain Amer's sexuality in the previous episodes. But to be honest, I also never actually asked him, hey, are you gay, straight, or something in between? All I've ever heard of his previous relationships is that they've been with women. Now, I don't want to spend that much more time speculating on his sexuality. I also don't think it would be fair for me, without having a conversation with him about it, to just label him as straight. At the end of the day, I want people to have fun with this podcast, and I also think it would be a great opportunity for folks to just get to know a cool dude. Amer is a cool dude. And whether you're straight or part of the LGBTQIA community, this is a podcast that you can enjoy. And if you don't enjoy it, that's fine too. (laughs) Leave a comment. (laughs) For now. 
Let's just enjoy some of the Aimer appreciation comments left on my Instagram account. All right, so I'm opening up Instagram and on a photo of Aimer that I posted to my account, here are some of the comments. At AJLO says, oh, he cute as fuck. At Wilcat says, we stand a punctual king. Rose Boato says, I'm loving this. And KARL says, I don't know Kilala, but I'd like to get to know more about him. Winky face. So it's clear, the people have spoken, they're into Aimer. That's a lot of positive comments. So is he too good to be true? Maybe. Today we're going to take a bit of a break from dating Aimer, and we're going to switch gears just a little. You know when you're first dating someone, you want to know more about them, but you're in between dates. You're spending time to do your own research before the next meetup. You might dig into their social media, you might Google them, you might find that you have mutual friends and talk to one of them. So in this episode, we're going to talk to somebody. We're talking to somebody who might have actual tea to spill. We're talking to a mutual friend by the name of Grayson Villanueva. Grayson has been one of Amer's closest friends since college. They've also worked together and performed together as singers in various acapella groups. Alrighty folks, get cozy, grab a drink, tea perhaps? <laughs> Let's get started. Hey, I want to know what you know. Okay. I want to <laughs> know want, what you know about Amor. You want and the maybe, inside scoop. <laughs> I want the inside scoop. It's Two Scoop Tuesday. <laughs> and I want two scoops of what you know about Amor. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. Cool. <laughs> okay. So, quick question. Mm -hmm. um, how did you and Amor meet? Okay. So, Amor and I met at UC Irvine where we went to college and at the time I was a senior I was starting an acapella group called Uniting Voices and I posted auditions everywhere um, and he responded to one of the auditions and so he came in the first time I met him was in the audition room I was auditioning him and he sang Isn't She Lovely by Stevie Wonder and I was like oh my gosh isn't he lovely? He's great. Um, but yeah, uh, that, that was the first time that we had met. Um, he was a freshman. He had just, um, you know, gotten into UCI and was looking to make connections. Um, and he had done uh, music before, uh, primarily like playing sax from what I can remember. And um, but he could sing. Um, and, you know, at first. So, here, so here's 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 an interesting story. There were a lot of auditions that round and Amor was great, but there were also a lot of other great people. And so it was really difficult to, you know, choose between all of these folks, all of these ta talented people. Um, and Amor was very close to actually not getting into the group, not because he wasn't good, but because, you know, there was like a, like a good pool of talent. Um, but he ended up making it in. Um, and I, since his audition, to now him as a person um i i've seen the most growth from him as a human being um and as a musician and it's just like really cool to see all of that happen um because of like one opportunity i'm not saying that like this opportunity was the thing that like pushed him but like 
you know he was already that that type of person and to see him take advantage of the um of the opportunity that was like presented to him um and like really like run with it is just like super inspiring and so that's how i met aimer this is like i'm like i, I like gush over aimer all the time because he's so cute he's so hardworking and also so like uh, how do I say this? He's dreamy. He's very hardworking, and he's also has sociopathic tendencies. Oh my God, Grayson! Just tell me if I gotta run the other way. I need to know now. Very open to feedback, which is why I think he goes so far with what he does. Um, yeah. Oh, thank God, Grayson! You scared me, dude. So, so you asked how I met him? <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that was a super long answer. We met in college. <laughs> it's interesting that I'm getting Grayson's perspective on this. Because if you remember from my first date with Amer, aka episode one, which you should all listen to if you happen to have skipped it, Amer was kind of beating himself up and being highly critical of his musicianship in his earlier years. He talked about being a musical theater kid in high school, but one of the things he said was this. Because I was a musical theater kid in high school, um, but like, I wasn't really that good in singing. Now, maybe that's just him being humble, but to be honest, it could kind of be a little red flaggy. For now, let's just chalk that up to the self-criticism and the perfectionism that might be a shared experience among a lot of first and second generation Asian slash Filipino slash immigrant folks in the US. Can I relate as a child of immigrants? Absolutely so. That's where my brand of self-deprecating humor comes from. All right, so before we get back to our conversation with Grayson, let's recap a few things. Grayson started an acapella group at the University of California, Irvine called Uniting Voices. Amer auditioned to be in that group, he was selected, and that's how Grayson met Amer. One important piece to this story, though, is how differently Amer and Grayson perceived those events as they unfolded. Amer said this. Yes, yeah, so our mutual friend, Grayson, <laughs> I don't know if he still has the audition tapes, but like my audition was like kind of subpar. I think I might have been like an alternate. Are we all on the same page here? Great. Let's jump back into our conversation with Grayson. Or he was saying that he almost didn't get in because he was not good and that he was an alternate or something. He thought he was an alternate. No, he was good. It's just that we also had a lot of other really good people. Okay, so he did. He got in like legitimately because I mean, he, he was a good singer. Yeah, but... but, but so here's the thing like with auditions you want everyone to do really really well and he did do well he did his best but there were also other people who did really well also and at the time we were trying to fill out spots like oh like mm -hmm. we need this spot we need this spot and then it came down to him potentially not getting in but then we also needed someone who could sing bass like okay let's let, let's choose aimer for this um, but yeah, I, I mean, he was good enough, but like, you know, like, it's just like the process of, a, of auditioning is also comparing the people that you have with you. It's not just like based on like your talent alone, cause you could be the most talented person, but if it's not a good fit, then it's, it ends up not being a good fit. 
but mm. you know that's what happened <laughs> i like that i'm getting this other side of the story because he gave me the impression that he was just not good no but I, yeah i and i was very yeah. surprised because i'm like i know amer i know how how good amer is as a musician yeah. i'm sure he was not as good as he is now but it was kind of hard to believe that somebody with a musical background would do completely bad no a, no not audition. at all yeah, okay, I have his. Cool. I have his audition somewhere on my hard drive. I oh like my god! Wanna, can you find that? I for like want to find it. <laughs> can you find it and can you send it? <laughs> yeah, let me. That'll just be. That'll be for the um the paid members of the podcast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Look at you thinking ahead. <laughs> Exclusive content. <laughs> That's awesome. I will find it after this. <laughs> okay. Yes, please. I would love to to insert that here somewhere in the episode <laughs> just a little snippet <laughs> yeah yeah okay you know what i'm i'm so sorry everyone we actually don't have that clip of amor auditioning for uc irvine's acapella group uniting voices but maybe the next best thing now this may or may not be creepy but i am telling you this in confidence so keep it to yourself please i spent a good 30 minutes searching on YouTube for videos of Uniting Voices from around the time Amor would have been a student at UC Irvine. So, I'm not saying I found a video clip of Amor singing the solo in Uniting Voices acapella arrangement of Coldplay's 2005 hit Fix You, but I'm also not not saying I found a video clip of Amor singing the solo in Uniting Voices acapella arrangement of Coldplay's 2005 hit Fix You. Anyway, I'm just going to step away for a quick moment. Please bear with me. I'm just going to leave this here for, for a quick sec. I'll be right back. When you try your best, but you don't succeed. When you get what you want, but not what you need. Anyway, I'm back. Just kidding! Okay, so obviously that was Amer singing the solo. And just briefly to give some background and credit, the video was uploaded to the Uniting Voices YouTube page in March of 2013. So Amer was about 18 or 19 years old in this video. Let me paint a picture. A group of about 15 or 16 undergrads stand on the stage of the Crystal Cove Auditorium at UC Irvine. Think lecture hall with an elevated stage. On stage with them, 
a digital piano, some ambient microphones, and a couple speakers. On the wall behind them is a huge banner clearly made by hand that says, Sprung on UV. I'm assuming this video is from a spring concert of some sort. And there's Amer, standing front and center, wearing khakis, a blue button-up collared shirt, and a maroon necktie. The look is complete with rolled-up sleeves and black sneakers. He looks kind of like a kid applying for his first job, but couldn't afford dress shoes. It's actually quite adorable. Anyway, if we ever do paid members only content, I'll make sure to take extra time to dig up Amer's original audition clip. But you all are on the free plan. Free to receive whatever I give you that's already accessible to the masses via a quick Google search. So you gave me a lot of good um, information as far as how he was uh, at the audition. But when you first got to know him in college, maybe can you give me some of your first impressions? Like, how did he strike you as a person? Um, or maybe like, how did he work with with other people in the group? Mm. He was always very like, he had a very calm presence, like in rehearsal and was always like super chill. Um, always cracking jokes, like just super funny. Um, but yeah, I think... Um, I think something that you want to find in other people that you work with, especially in like a like musical professional setting, is that they're also a good hang. And like Amer is all those things. He's he's a good musician and he's also a good hang. So you always want to be around him. And you okay, always want okay. To like, so Amer's a good hang. But the question is, does he hang well? He's a really great like, <laughs> performer to be with. Oh my um, God. And and you know this like um, firsthand too when we performed at Knots. Like he's really good at improv <laughs> he is stage. very good at improv i'm like i'm so impressed yeah. by that yeah i wish i was as witty as him and funny <laughs> and i try my and best he's quick. but he's quick yeah he is very quick smart guy <laughs> so you have you've known aimer for a very long time mm -hmm. uh what is maybe one of your fondest memories <clears throat> hmm. i don't know there's a lot Maybe an earliest, like, <laughs> earliest memory of, like, when you thought to yourself, wow, like, this guy's my friend. Okay. Um, oh, man, there's so much. So, we were in Uniting Voices together, but it wasn't until we started arranging together, maybe towards the end of that year, um, that we started, that I felt like we were like, oh, we're, we're, we're friends, and also, like, we work together really well. I think that's one of the things I value in friendship, is that, like, we can work together well, too. Um, and that was something like I, I recognized immediately when we first started arranging because, um, both he and I were really not great arrangers to start with. <laughs> um, and the fact that we were both kind of going through it together was really like, really cool. And I still remember our first arrangements and I like, will listen to them and be like, oh man, that was so cringy. But We've gotten so much farther now, <laughs> um, and I'm 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 really happy with um, with that. And yeah, I guess I, that's that's one of the earliest memories I can remember that I felt like he and I bonded. <laughs> what about recent memories? Like, is there anything like within the last four or five years that you're like, damn, that was so much fun? Ooh. You know, honestly, like all the stuff that we did at Knots was pretty fun. 
um, after coming out of a pandemic, not performing at all, and also not having done anything with um, our previous group, 44B, um, like, it was really great to even just be, like, in rehearsals again. I still remember our, like, first rehearsal where we were all the all the fill-ins were there. Okay, so just a quick shout out to our buddies in the Philharmonic. They're a Filipino acapella boy band based in Los Angeles, California, and you may have heard of them when they had their TV breakthrough moment on NBC's The Sing-Off. They also appeared in the sequel to the Pitch Perfect movie, and most recently you may have seen them as featured singers on The Late Late Show with James Corden. So remember when Grayson said this? I still remember our like first rehearsal where we were all the all the fill-ins were there fill-ins. So that's F-I-L-ins. Just one L. And that's a play on the word Filipino. So fill-ins are now known as philosophy. That's F-I-L-O-S-O-P-H-Y. So think of philosophy like a spin-off group or subgroup of the Philharmonic. There are a selected number of Asian American slash Filipino singers that share the same management as the Philharmonic. They do similar gigs, they learn the same music as the Philharmonic. So if for any reason any of the original Philharmonic singers can't come to a specific gig, a member of Philosophy can fill in. Alright, so Grayson, Amer, and I all have had gigs as members of Philosophy. Amer talked about this on our previous dates for this podcast. And a videographer, I'm also a musician, more specifically a vocalist. A singer and you know I usually do freelance gigs for singing so I was um, with the Philharmonic on Filipino TV and I got to sing on stage with Gary V Gary Valenciano in the summer of 2021 we were lucky enough to do a few shows together at Knott's Berry Farm a theme park in Buena Park California so yeah that's philosophy and the Philharmonic follow philosophy at our philosophy that's o-u-r-f-i-l-o-s-o-p-h-y and follow the philharmonic at the philharmonic that's the f-i-l harmonic check them out yeah just doing a any like any of the knots gigs were fun because he always like loved to ad lib. <laughs> mm. Cowbell King, <laughs> the Cowbell King, the Cowbell King himself, Emerky Lala. <laughs> oh God, I need to jump in here again to explain this cowbell reference. So, as I was saying earlier, we did a few shows together at Knott's Berry Farm over the summer of 2021 with the Philharmonic and Philosophy. As part of the set, we would banter, make jokes, and do little skits in between songs. So Amer was in charge of leading a skit prior to a performance. It involved a cowbell. He would do mic checks by hitting the cowbell into the microphone. At the same time, he would hype up the crowd and get them to chant, Cowbell! 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 Each and every time. Cowbell! of Janice Yamanaka who posted a video to YouTube from one of these shows at Knott's Berry Farm. 
That's literally Amer hyping up the crowd with a cowbell. What began as a joke that he did on the fly one day, for some reason stuck, and the audience really loved this cowbell. And those who visited the park regularly came to know Amer as the cowbell guy. <laughs> cowbell guy. Put that on a resume. Over time, you've seen the good, the bad, and the ugly, and the handsome. Uh-huh. Goddamn the handsome. <laughs> um, how do you feel like, and you've mentioned this a little bit um, at the beginning, but how do you feel like he's grown over time? <sighs> oh, man. Um, yeah, I mean, I I can speak a lot about his musicianship um because that's kind of like how we primarily like work together and interact is with like through music um and he's grown like so much uh in that regard but also like as a human being he's always been like um an open person about um his life and his goals and um always is always open to um having a conversation about those things and i think that's something that happens over time and we have not necessarily like talked about it all the time but when we do it's always like a nice like heart to heart and and i feel like every time that we do have that heart to heart there's something new um that happens or that has like developed and um it's always nice to see like the wheels turning for him because he always has all these like cool ideas and like dreams that i really want him to like go for and um yeah i'm just like super proud of him <laughs> okay i want to talk about like the dumb stuff he's done in life because <laughs> i think it's safe to say like we've all done stupid things okay um, let me think what what do you feel like is like a moment in time where you're like oh my god amor i cannot believe you just did that <laughs> um I don't know. I, I actually have a hard time thinking about this. Mm. Come on, Grayson, give me something good. This is a hard one. I'm I'm gonna have to think about this one. I can't answer this one immediately. Hmm. Maybe Amor isn't too good to be true. Okay, I'll give you a pass. I'll give you a yeah. pass. <laughs> yeah. So, um, last question that I have for you, Grayson, mm -hmm. is if you were to write a Yelp review for Amer, <laughs> what would you say and how would you rate him? Oh, five stars for sure. <laughs> five stars? Five out of five would recommend? Yes, absolutely. If it was a short review, it would be big humor, even bigger heart. <laughs> Aww. Um, yeah, that's what I would say. But I feel like this whole episode is a review. Like everything I just said, like I think Amer is just such a great guy and um you know not everyone like like no one is perfect but he's kind of the embodiment of someone who constantly wants to improve and is such a just a wonderful person to be around um so even like i know you had that question earlier about like oh like what's the i don't know stupidest things he's done or like dumbest things he's done but like i really think that anything he's done even if he if it was like a mistake or something like he's like learned from it 
So it's hard for me to, I guess, think about a moment where he's done something like that because I'm, I'm sure like in, in some way he's already like kind of made up for it or already learned from it. So it, he just kind of carries that about himself. So I don't ever feel like, oh, he, he did this one stupid thing because I don't ever like my mind's image of him is always like that kind of person rather than like, you know, the person that has done something dumb. <laughs> yeah, honestly, I can't. I, I'm trying to think also of my experiences with Aimer. Um, <laughs> I, I don't recall ever experiencing him doing irresponsible stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure it's happened. Yeah. And I, maybe I need to talk to the right person. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's a separate episode you found them yet but <laughs> the next question i would ask is would you date aimer would i date aimer yeah or would you do you think he's dating material i think aimer is definitely dating material um is he boyfriend material oh absolutely boyfriend material 100 <laughs> percent. is he husband material husband material yes <laughs> daddy daddy material daddy daddy material. daddy <laughs> oh my god yes 100 percent. Alrighty, y'all. That is the episode. We got a third-party perspective from mutual friend Grayson Villanueva. He talked to us about how they met, how Amer has grown over time, and we also got confirmation on Amer's daddy potential. So thank you again, Grayson, for your time. Y'all, you need to follow Grayson Villanueva at Hello Color Gray. He's clearly a tremendous human being, and and he's going to be in one of Disney Pixar's newest animated features, Turning Red, as part of Four Town, the featured boy band in the film. So y'all need to keep an eye out for that. It's going to be amazing. Okay, so back to us, back to love, and back to this moment. All right? So if you want to continue dating Aimer with me standing in as your proxy, stay tuned for the next episode, which will be date number five. And in that episode, we're going to get a little bit deeper and you'll hear from Aimer about his biggest regrets and proudest moments. By the way, if you enjoyed this episode, tell a friend, share a link to the show with a couple of your besties. Make sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Leave a rating, leave a review, and if you want to know more about Amer, look for new episodes on Tuesdays or slide into his DMs at Amer Kilala. That's A-M-E-R-Q-U-I-L-A-L-A. And while you're at it, follow me at It's Dustin Dom. The Have You Met podcast is produced by yours truly, Dustin Domingo, and theme song by Amer Kilala. Alrighty, folks, it's been swell. I will catch you at the next episode. Later.